Megan. And I'm Jen. And you're listening to the Travel Mug Podcast. Every episode, we talk about travel destinations, interesting trivia, and even some travel fails. Let's dive into today's episode. Don't forget to travel mug. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Travel Mug Podcast. Um, We can't believe it either, but we are continuing our what to do in Nova Scotia seasons episode. And we're finally talking about summer. We might have talked about summer last summer. I don't know, but we're going to talk about a real summer. I don't think we did. I think we just, I think we started with fall. So I think now we we've done them all. Yeah. <laughs> I love that for us because honestly, even if we had, this is a real summer compared to last year. So we're yeah. going to do things. We're going to do things. We're going to do and things. We're pumped. We're pumped and we love summer, right? Like this is our time to shine. For sure. For sure. I'm so excited to get back out there, do some stuff this year. Let's dive in. Let's Let's do it. So we love Nova Scotia. Everyone's like pretty aware of that. And it's a beautiful, like vibrant province. It's a lot going on this year. So let's ease our way out of the pandemic-ish. I know we're still sort of in it, but like we're going to get back out there. You know? Yeah. Well, first I thought we would talk about some camping. So we're an outdoorsy folk here in Nova Scotia. Well, some of us are. Me and you maybe not so much, but there are people. And it's definitely an activity you can really enjoy here. So much like you've heard in our recent episode with Deb, um, there is of course a backcountry camping community. Again, we're not a part of that. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's many resources online, many places you can go, things you can do. If you do prefer camping in a park with facilities, which is pretty much the only way I would kind of go, we do have those too. So most need to be booked on a centralized website. It's a hot ticket. And I think that has actually already happened. It opened in April. Yeah. Um, And it doesn't mean you have to miss out. There are cancellation spots that do come available here and there. I even heard there are Facebook groups local in Nova Scotia, if you are coming, where people post if, oh, we can't make it this weekend, does someone want to take over my campsite? So that's options too, to see if anything opens up. But there's lots of parks, including national parks, as well as some local ones to the community. So log in. It's on the the Canadian government website, but really get out and enjoy. And like I said, I'm not a camper, but I do get the appeal of it. I love a crackling fire. (laughs) I love a marshmallow. So I do understand it's the sleeping on the ground at nighttime part. But yeah. 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 That that. That's also the part that I'm not super into is sleeping on the ground. But yeah, it can be fun when conditions are perfect. Camping is great. (laughs) It is indeed. What else can we do? Okay. So I'm really excited to talk about this. So tidal bore rafting is like a truly unique Nova Scotian experience. So I've, I've done this three times. So it's on the Shubenacadie River. And so like you have to book with the company. Do, do not go out there with a dinghy or something. <laughs> Don't raft on your own. It would be dangerous to do this on your own. You need to go with people who know what they're doing. But what is a tidal bore, you ask? I'm glad that you asked that because I will tell you. <laughs> the Bay of Fundy has the world's highest tide. So um, when that comes in, as the tide rises, um, more water is flowing into the river. And as the water rushes into the river, the wave is called the tidal bore. So the first like wave, and you can actually see it coming. And if you're not, if you're not into the rafting part, you can stand there and just watch it come in. And that's, that's really cool too. But where it gets interesting is when that first wave is coming in, it actually causes the river to change directions. 
which is powerful. I know. So it changes directions to going inland instead of out at 30 kilometers an hour and rushes over sandbars and islands that creates rapids. Four feet up to 18 foot waves are possible. That is big. I know. So it's definitely best to do in July and August because otherwise it's really, really cold. I did it in May. I did it Mother's Day weekend one year in May. And I don't think I've ever been that cold in my life. It took me a very long time to recover from that. So July and August, people, that's when you should do this. That's like what my most Nova Scotian recommendations are anyway. July and August. July and August. Don't don't come. I mean, fall is beautiful. September is lovely. All the seasons are lovely as we've gone through in all of our episodes. They have redeeming qualities to all of them. But July and August are the best months. Summer's the fave. Summer's the best. Well, if you're not into tidal war rafting or camping, which I get, although tidal war rafting, I am going to try at some point. It sounds so fun. We also love a good festival here in Nova Scotia. Like literally no matter the season, I think we've had festivals on almost every one. For sure. (laughs) And there's a lot to cover and there's some great resources online, but here are a few that kind of caught our eye and we wanted to mention them. So The buskers are coming back this year, which is very exciting, apparently to Halifax and to Dartmouth, starting on July 27th. There's two delicious sounding smaller community events happening that I felt like I had to talk about in Lower Pubnico. So that would be down the South Shore and a bit around the French Shore. And it's the Strawberry Festival, July 7th, and a Blueberry Festival on August 25th. For both of those, you get to enjoy amazing food and live music. Mm, yeah. yeah good time. I know. Um, Antigonish Highland Games, July 8th to 10th, if you're into like strong menish competition type things. <laughs> strong ladies too, I'm sure. There's a lobster bash in Digby at July 8th to the 10th. Halifax Pride is always a fun, fun time. I was in the parade once. I don't think I've ever had so much fun in my whole life. And it's a big span of events, July 14th to the 24th. And that's going to be a busy time because also happening then in Halifax is the TD Halifax Jazz Festival, July 12th to the 17th. So like, that's going to be busy. That is, downtown's going to be busy. Book your hotel, like, immediately. (laughs) There might be sold out already. I don't know. Bring your tent. (laughs) Maybe you can do that here if you can't get a camping spot. Um, And there is so much more. We will include a great link in our show notes with more details and even more events to enjoy all around the province. It's certainly not just about Halifax. There's things to do everywhere. So get out there, ma'am. Yes. Yes. Our privateer days are coming back to Liverpool this year after several, several, several years of of not having So yay. Lots of stuff to do. It all feels so good to talk about stuff and things to do. I know. And like, oh, this is actually happening this year. I know. We're not even just guessing and hoping. (laughs) I love that for us. So next up, I'm going to talk about whale watching. Um, So this was on my bucket list up until summer of 2020. We finally went and did this. So there are, when you Google like whale watching in Nova Scotia, there are a ton of places where you can get tours from. Like there's ones that leave from like uh, Lunenburg. There's a bunch in Cape Breton, but I think based on my experience and research that Briar Island is the place to go. That's what Uh, I hear. 
Because the Bay of Fundy, back on the Bay of Fundy, we love the Bay of Fundy. Yeah. Uh, many species of whales choose to give birth in the Bay of Fundy. So there's the babies around and mamas. And then also like the Bay of Fundy is narrow, right? So you have a better chance of seeing a whale rather than like out to sea where they have, you know, a whole ocean to be in. It's a big place out there. <laughs> the Bay of Fundy kind of keeps them contained a little bit more so that you can find them. So the tours are offered like June until October, but July and August, you have better chances of seeing whales just based on how they are. So there's different types of tours too. Like some might be a fishing boat, some might be a Zodiac, do your research, LOL, because that's our tagline. We went on a fishing boat and I had a great time, but I did get seasick because you kind of sit there for a while, right? Because if the whales are around, you're not moving. So you're kind of just bobbing. bobbing. And I, yeah. do, I do tend to get a little seasick. So just keep that in mind. Um, mm-hmm. maybe, Gravel's maybe, your friend. Take a gravel with you. I, I didn't expect to get seasick in that instance, because most of the time when I'm on boats and they're moving, I'm fine (laughs) Yeah, because they're moving and I can see the horizon. But anyway, that did happen. Yeah. I got, when we went in Bar Harbor, I also got a little seasick. I have motion sickness anyway, not severe. Like my sister has to sit in the front seat of a vehicle and sometimes have her fingers out of it. So she has fresh air on her body. (laughs) I'm not that bad. But I do have a bit of it, so I, I know exactly what yeah. you mean. I did get a bit seasick, but I didn't I didn't I didn't do anything about it. So that was the key. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> happened. That's the biggest thing. Yeah. So let's talk about beaches. Talked about whale watching, might as well keep with the ocean theme. So we've included honestly beaches in our other ones, especially beach walks are kind of seasonal. Yeah. But summer, of course, again is the best time and for our beaches to really shine. Is the water freezing? I mean, mostly yes. (laughs) However, there are pockets of the province, such as the Antigonish sort of Northumberland shore area, where you can find beautiful beaches and warm water. We actually did that last year in June. We stopped in Antigonish and went to the beach looking for sea glass. Did I find any? No. But what I did find was really warm water. So it, it is true. I've tested it myself. So it's not completely freezing. So just keep that in mind. And we live on the sea here, of course. So beaches are everywhere. It is impossible. I thought this was a cool fact to be more than 67 kilometers or 42 miles from the ocean anywhere in this province. Wow. You cannot escape it. No. And I actually found online a list of 41 best beaches in the province. So if there's like a top 41 list, <laughs> how many beaches are there? How many are there? Right. So when you consider coming to Nova Scotia, whether it's like Cape Breton, Halifax area, Northumberland Strait with the warm water or down the South Shore where not so warm water exists, <laughs> just really Google beaches in the area. You're going to find one like yeah. and but I do. I do caution. Probably don't forget your sunscreen. Always super important, but also probably bring a sweater because you just never know here. You, you really, truly never know. I mean, there are times where I mean, I've left my house here. <laughs> And it's sunny and beautiful and warm in Milton. And then I drive to the beach and it's foggy. (laughs) And you're like, what just happened? (laughs) Prepare for everything, I say. You just need to be prepared. But yes, I am very excited. That's one of the reasons that we were so excited to move to the South Shore is to be closer to the beach. Um, Although you're never too far away, obviously. But um, 
Right now, now very, very close. And I've signed up for surf lessons this summer. So I'm so, we're going to have to update the peeps on this. I can't wait to oh hear how it goes. I'm, I'm, I'm nervous, but I'll let you know. <laughs> I can't wait. And summer is definitely also going to make me miss living in Halifax because there are so many fun things to do there. And the Halifax waterfront and like Citadel Hill and all the like Halifax downtown area, I guess, if you're really encompassing it, there's so much to do. And like we said, there's like all those festivals or most of the festivals that we talked about that are in Halifax are downtown near the waterfront. So there's so much going on, but like the waterfront has over four kilometers of boardwalks. There's lots of restaurants, shops, museums, markets. There's tons of things going on. And even if you just go down there and park and start wandering, you're going to find things to do. Definitely some of my favorite stops are the Stubborn Goat, Beer Garden, Cow's Ice Cream. I know the line's going to be long, but like, it's so good. (laughs) Those cones. Oh, so good. Oh, good. And I like shopping in the historic properties too. And in summer 2020, we did cross another boat tour off of my bucket list, which was the Harbor Hopper. And I definitely think that's worth doing too. That was- I love that thing. That was really fun. And if you wander up, climbing Citadel Hill will give you a really cool view over the city. Work and off some ice cream as well. Work off some ice cream so you can have more food later. Yeah. Uh, and then you can also visit the Halifax Citadel National Historic Site. It gives you kind of a chance to experience Halifax military history And don't panic if you hear a gun because a gun is fired at noon daily, a local tradition since 1857. It can be unnerving if you don't know it's coming. Yes, but it's also nice to, you know, set your watch to. So there's that. That's true. You know what time it is. One thing I love about the waterfront too in the summer is all the Adirondack chairs they have. They're all colorful all along the boardwalk there. I, I like on my lunch break when I used to work downtown in the before times, we used to actually go out and sit in those our whole lunch break and just like watch the tourists and like sit by the ocean. And it's highly enjoyable. I can't recommend that enough because you're going to be doing a lot of walking down there and there's a lot going on. So if you can snag an Adirondack and have some ocean views, watch the people in their boats and sea dews, it's quite lovely as well. And it's I don't know. It's relaxing, especially in all the chaos that can be down there at times. Oh, and I did want to mention too, there's a lot of construction going on this summer. So summer 2022, they have taken down one of the overpasses that comes right into downtown by the Delta Halifax. That kind of doesn't exist anymore. So just plan ahead, check Google Maps for like streets that are open. It's going to be really key because Halifax is tough to to like find parking in an irregular year. So that's just something to keep in mind. It's unfortunate timing, but I guess they, they had to do it. Yeah. I didn't know that. So good. Good for me to know. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. And while you're downtown or honestly anywhere in the province, something else we also love, we have a lot of passions here Yeah, Um, and patio season is a huge sign of summer here. We love drinks on a patio. Yep. And like, I swear if you go online dating, we don't have to, but if you are out there living your life on a dating app in Nova Scotia, and I swear if you don't see someone enjoying drinks on a patio as one of their like likes on there, are they really Nova Scotian? Probably not. I don't think they are. I don't think they are. <laughs> but whether you're in Halifax or honestly, Annie Ganesh will fill the Sydney waterfront in Cape Breton. You can find pubs and restaurants with patio seating almost anywhere. It sounds super basic, but it, it is a hot ticket. Like people clamor for that. And I think, I think a big part of it is in Nova Scotia, we get 
two really solid months of summer, as we've discussed, July and August. And people need the vitamin D here. It's a long, long winter. So people want those premium seats. So drinks on a patio is a must do, but get there early and stay late, you know? Oh, I love drinks on a patio. I can't wait to get there and have a drink on a patio. I know, I know. It's funny how much I've like taken it for granted, like when I've traveled to other places and like patio or outdoor seating is not a thing. And you're like, oh, this is not what I'm doing on a patio. Like, come on, people, get with the times. Patios are amazing. I know. If you you could have that drink outside, you'd like it better. What? You would would indeed. (laughs) Let's get back outdoors. Speaking of outside, what else could we do? There are so many great towns in Nova Scotia. As we've discussed, we've done like so many episodes about Nova Scotia at this point because, I mean, number one, it's the only place we've basically been for the last two years. But also, like, there's so many great places to enjoy. And I feel like places like Lunenburg and Wolfville and Halifax get all the credit. Yeah. So I want to talk about the small hidden gem. Maybe it's not a hidden gem. I don't know. Not after it was shouted out on Jeopardy. It was. It was. So maybe the secret's out, but we'll share it anyway. Secret's out on Inganish in Mm -hmm. Cape Breton. So it's kind of like at the entrance to Cape Breton's Highlands National park and all of the amazing things that that has to offer. Um, Inganish beach is beautiful. There's the Celtic lodge. You can take a gondola ride at the Cape Smoky. Um, that sounds really fun. I definitely want to do that. I want to do it. I'm scared, but I want to do it. <laughs> um, there's also golf at Cape Breton Highland links. And I personally recommend eating at Salty Roses and the Periwinkle Cafe. That I've heard the, of those. Both. Oh, yeah. God. The food there was so, so good. And it's just like adorable inside. Mm-hmm. I will share it on our Instagram because it's so adorable. I love an adorable eatery. And if you're up for the challenge, Franny, Franny or Franny, however you want to say it, trail yeah. is, is right around there. So you can... Uh, you know, I did, I did the hike and then rewarded myself with a delicious lunch at Periwinkle Cafe, which was pretty good. I have to say. I think that's a good trade-off. We did the same. I, we went and did that and then like had a delicious supper later. I can't remember where, but it's a beautiful area. It's got everything you could want in terms of like outdoors, quaint and this gondola. Oh, I can't wait. I'm going to, I know I'm going to be doing a lot of gondolas in Europe, but I mean, we're not here at home. Why not here? Exactly. Why not here? And then something else you can also do in the Cape Breton area and honestly all over is a lot of people don't consider Nova Scotia as a golf destination, but really you'd be wrong. Honestly, you you don't give us a chance. Um, If we have 38 golf courses, which I was kind of surprised at myself. I know. That's a lot. And the most popular and world-renowned course is actually being on Cape Breton Island, both Cabot Links and Cabot Cliffs, really among other ones that are sprinkled all throughout the provinces, including Links at Brunello, which is outside of Halifax, but still an HRM. Mm-hmm. Um, and also the Chester Golf Club. There's a course down in Digby. Even where I'm from, there's the Clyde River Golf Club. And with 38 courses, that's really just to name a few. So if golf is your thing, like wherever you're going, Google it, do your research, ha ha. And you won't be disappointed with the opportunity here. I mean, 
I'm not a golfer, but I know that down home, the golf club is very popular. The ones in Cape Breton, celebrities literally from all over the world, like come in, there's like a helipad, the whole thing. Like it's incredibly world renowned up there in Cape Breton. So, I mean, if that's your thing, come here. I'm here. Yes. I'm also, I'm not a golfer myself, but my dad is is very much a golfer and, and loves it. I have, I've actually never tried it, but I would like to maybe hit up a, um, like, a what's it called? Driving range. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know if I have the patience for like 18 holes of golf, but I think, but maybe if we like fell in love, cause we don't know. Like we don't that's, know. That's I just picture myself swinging the club and it hitting the ground every time. <laughs> That is literally what I pitch. And my sister, she calls, she loves it. And I'm, my brother does. And I'm just like, I mean, go you. I just, I guess I haven't given, I like mini golf, but I know it's different. I like mini golf. (laughs) Not the same thing. I don't think. Maybe we, maybe we should resolve to try golf soon. Maybe we should. (laughs) We'll go together and we'll look. Okay. An adventure. Uh, Another thing you can do out on the water. Again, we are water people in the summer because this is the time of year to do that. But I want to talk about the tall ship Silva. And so it leaves from the Halifax Harbor. You get to see Halifax from the water. It's a really great experience. You can learn about local history and have a beverage or two all aboard a historic tall ship that was built in 1939. Uh, But don't it has been completely restored. Um, yeah, it's really fun. We did this. It's been a long time since I've done, it, but it was like an evening tour and it was just like really a lot of fun. Yeah, no, it's very enjoyable. It's a nice way to spend an afternoon or evening for sure. Speaking of boats, let's finish off with another opportunity for people to get out there on the sea. And yes, we've talked about the sea a lot, but like it's in our veins, I think. I think it is. Yeah. Yes. And that this is a really cool experience. I highly, highly recommend this. And I think it's a great one to finish off with, which is a place called Big Tan Cook Island. It is a ferry ride and you do leave from Chester, Nova Scotia. Chester is probably what, 30, 35 minutes from Halifax, maybe, maybe yeah, 35, 40, maybe. Yeah. yeah. So you catch a ferry from Chester. Of course, I recommend booking in advance. And it does ferry you to a lovely little inhabited island about 11 kilometers offshore. People do go there and camp on the island when they visit. Possible there's a music festival or here and there is from what I understand. But it's really great for a day trip. And that's what we did. There is an option to rent bikes. It allows you to get around the island more easily and quicker because, of course, you want to catch the ferry home at a certain point. So we rented the bikes. It got us around easily. There's a few options for food, including sort of ice cream and fried food. But, of course, a good idea to pack some water and a few snacks. There's hikes. You can beach comb for shells and sea glass. I wasn't into sea glass then. I wish I could have my time back. Because I I hear there's a lot to find there. And honestly, it's just beautiful. So it's also really interesting when we were there, people do live there year round. They have to come off and on for supplies. And they often don't have license plates on their vehicles. It was very strange. And then we saw one truck actually on the like the driver's door. There was one of those click off beer openers (laughs) on the door. (laughs) I'm like, people really live differently here. It was very interesting. So we visited back in 2016. I mean, I would love to go back. You and Ryan actually happened to plan a trip this summer. 
and you're just going over for the day, let us know. I think it would be really cool to go back. And it's, it's a really, really interesting place and a unique idea I find as well. Mm-hmm. Yes. I have never been, but it is on, it's been on my list for several years, but like, gosh, darn it. I should go again <laughs> this year because the ferry's free now too. All of our, is it? yeah, all of our ferries in Nova Scotia are, are free now. So that is great. Oh. Yes. They had, they had made them free during COVID because previously they only took cash and then, you know, how right. everybody was afraid of cash during right. COVID. They've now, now they're just free all the time. So that is great. That's wonderful. I, I don't think the Halifax Harbor Ferry though. Might no, not no, be. not that one. The provincial yes. ferry. So like, oh, okay. um, Tan Cook, um, to Long and Briar Island, the La Have Ferry, the provincially operated ferries. I should, uh, that, yes. <laughs> I don't want to give people, you know, <laughs> news, but <laughs> no big news here, people. No big news. As far as we're fact know. checking, we're fact checking. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, this definitely this scratches the surface of all of the amazing yeah, yeah. things to do here in the summer. It's the best time to visit, as we've said. But do you have any summer plans yet, Megan? Have you made any plans? Not really. We were actually just discussing that today. So we get home from Europe like June 18th, just before summer begins. And honestly, I got a little bit of FOMO because we don't have anything planned, but I know we'll come up with stuff. I'm really not worried about it. I'm just concentrating on actually going on the trips that are coming up and like praying it happens. Although I feel, I feel pretty good about it now, but nothing concrete. There's stuff, of course, we're going to like want to do, but nothing in the books yet, but that'll happen. What about you? Yeah, I definitely want to go to Tancook, like we were just saying, and definitely the Valley. I like will fill a lot and I want to go there. I'm sure we will go to Cape Breton at some point. But that'll be mostly like a visiting my family type of trip. But yeah, I'm just looking forward to like a lot of beach days. And we are recording this in advance because right now when this comes out, we will be in Europe. So <laughs> yeah, actually, no, we'll be just home. I'm lying to you. Ooh. Hopefully you had a good trip. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we're home safe and sound. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Follow us on social media and saw all of our amazing, our tri- amazing trip stuff. We'll be home for like two days. <laughs> yes. And if you're, yes, if you're listening to this afterwards, go back. Cause we intend to post pictures mm-hmm. from our trips on, on this too. So if you haven't checked us out in the last few weeks, go do it now. Oh, find us. So yes, that is it. That's all we have for this week. I think. And thank you so much for listening to the Travel Mug Podcast. As always, you can find us on our website, travelmugpodcast.com. It is new and improved and updated and and amazing. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Travel Mug Podcast. Check out what we've been up to and support the show. You can buy us a coffee and you'll get access to fun stuff like bloopers. Not that we ever make mistakes. No, we don't. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, consider leaving us a Apple podcast or Spotify review. Five stars, please. Five stars. Always the five stars. <laughs> um, share the show with a travel and pal, and we will talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye.